Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am in my home recording space. I let little Lily be off this week. <laughs> but I'm back in my home recording space to give you guys a little bit of food for thought. Once again, as per usual, I am joined by my furry co-host, Slade, my four-year-old German Shepherd, who, as you guys are hearing this, is probably... Uh, under the knife right now, having a little procedure done to remove a little cyst. Uh, he doesn't seem too happy about me talking about it, but nonetheless, if you guys could think about him a little today, I'm sure he'd appreciate it. But on to our matter at hand. Apparently, Slade is bored already. <laughs> Apparently, he's decided he's had enough. <laughs> so, as I was saying, on to today's matter. Right, what I want to talk about today, what I want to focus on today is our own greatest enemy. And I believe our own greatest enemy is our mind, right? our own thoughts. Quite often, those are the things that limit us, that uh, will pull us out of progress, and will keep us down. I'll give you guys an example. I'm sure you guys are like me, and you have points of your nights asleep where you wake up. Right? It would be lovely if as soon as our head touched the pillow... Our, uh, the lights <laughs> went out, so to speak, and we were unconscious until the alarm went off or until we woke up for good. But I'm sure, like me, it's not exactly like that for you. My sleep tracker will show me how often I wake up through the night. And to that end, those times where you're laying there in bed and the lights are out and no one else is awake and your mind is awake, that is a dangerous time. Nothing good happens mentally there. Now, there are times when a good idea comes to you, but then you wake all the way up. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those times where you stay there stuck in thought, where you're in that place somewhere between awake and asleep, but your mind is fi firing on all cylinders. You know the place. And in that place, we get lost in all our worries and all the things that... <clears throat> are chewing away at the back of our mind, and we focus there. And often it can feel like a mental prison. Right? And if we let a, that those thoughts, they can take over our mind entirely, especially then, but if we're not careful, they can creep out in other places as well. Right? It's very easy to get lost in your own thoughts. Right? The, the great example of this, I'm sure you guys have also done this when you're, in terms of conscious thought and being lost in your own thought. I'm sure you guys are like me where you've went to look something up on Wikipedia and you went to look it up and then half an hour later you're now learning about snails underwater or something like that because you've clicked this link to that link to that link to that link until you're so far gone that you're way off where you started. Well, therein lies my point. If we allow the random thought in our mind to control us, it can be like a prison. Because more often than not, the random thought in your head is not a positive one. Don't get me wrong, there are times when a positive thought pops in your brain, you suddenly remember something and get happy about it. But I feel like most of the time, what happens is, at least with everybody I talk to and in my own mind, the thoughts that pop in are the things you worry about, are the things that don't make you feel so good. Right, like, I'm sure you guys have seen the memes online, again, just like I have, where 
you uh, see the person laying down for bed and like, ah, if I fall asleep right now, I can have nine hours of sleep before my alarm goes off. And then uh, it cuts to their brain. And it's like, remember that awkward thing you did in third grade in front of the whole class? And then it cuts to the person, their eyes are wide open. <laughs> Why? Because those are things we can't change. So it's real easy for our brain to lock onto them. Memories like those are vivid worries are powerful thoughts. And the best thing that we can do when it comes to those thoughts is to be involved in something that takes our whole attention. All right, to be here now. It's a, that's an old quote, be here now. I have it on, as the background on my tablet in my school. For a long time, it was written in the whiteboard in my office where I would just walk out the door, as I'd be walking out of the door of my office, the first thing I would see is be here now. Or the last thing I would say, I should say before I went out to teach. Just to remind me to be in the moment 100% and not letting my mind wander to everything else. Because I'm a human just like any other, and just like any other, my mind can wander. But nonetheless, right? when it comes to these thoughts, the best thing we can do is take our mind and focus on something completely. A trick that I read about, and I found it very effective, especially when I found myself in that hazy place that we discussed before, the one that isn't quite awake but isn't quite asleep. When you're in that place and you find your brain doing things you don't want it to do, you're worrying about something you can't change from a million years ago, right? you're uh, thinking about the, the dreaded question of, but what if, but what if, but what if, <laughs> or best yet, you're imagining made-up scenarios and conflicts that haven't occurred yet, that may not ever occur, but you're imagining them nonetheless. A little trick I learned is think of an innocuous word. Any word that doesn't have anything to do with what you're thinking about. And in the article that I read, a great exa the example they used was the word beach. B-E-A-C-H. And then they said, the, the thing to do is to for as however many get uh, however many words that you can think of that start with the letter B, and then once you can't think of any any letters that start with the letter B, move on to the words that start with the letter E, and then move on to the letter A, and then to the letter C, and eventually to the letter H. Any time I've had to use that trick, I've never gotten past E. I found it was a very quick way to get my brain refocused on something. But it leads me to one of the things that I think martial arts is so great at. And that is being in the moment, right? To escape that prison that can be our mind, being in the moment is one of the greatest things that we can do. Right? When you're on the mat training, it's very, very difficult to let your mind wander. I'll give you a silly example. I've been talking to my kids about this so far this week, and I gave them this example. I said, when we're in class and I'm counting out the combination, sometimes I'll count it out erratically. I won't just count one and then two and then three at the same speed every time. I'll one, two, three. I'll you know, create extra pauses. I'll take pauses away. I'll hold silly spots out there. And I, I had just done it the week previous. So I asked him, I said, while I do this, are you thinking to yourself, gee, did I put my socks in the hamper before I left the house? Of course not. Are you wondering, gee, 
I wonder what kind of sandwich mom's going to make me for lunch tomorrow. No, you're not thinking any of that. Instead, you're there committed mentally 100%. And that's the best thing that we can do for ourselves when we find ourselves being confronted by that prison that is our, our brain. It's really hard for your mind to stay focused in those erratic places when you're doing a physical activity. Right? For example, I think the reason Slade got out of here, went to go get some water, uh, in order to get him nice and tuckered out for his procedure tomorrow, we took him on, I took him on a nice long walk. We walked about three miles. And while I'm doing that, sure, if I got like an important looking email, I would check my phone. But it's not like I'm scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram while I'm taking that walk with him. Instead, I'm there in the moment. I'm watching how he's reacting to my commands. I'm keeping my eyes open for all the dogs that are out. It's a beautiful day out today. So there was a ton of dogs out. And Slade can certainly have some uh, alpha type behavior when he sees another dog. He'll posture, he'll bark, all that stuff. Um, but ironically enough, the command I use to get him back on task is focus. Focus. I'll give him a little tug on his leash and tell him to focus. And that's his get my eyes back up, look back forward command. So I've got to keep him focused. I've got to think about where we're going next. I can't be worried about, you know, that, uh, you know, the pain in that kid that might be in class later on today. I can't think about whatever trials or tribulations me and Mrs. Sense are going through. I have to be there. I have to be there 100%. Because the human mind is a dangerous place. It can be your greatest enemy, but it can also be our worst enemy. Our greatest ally, I should say. But it could also be our worst enemy, of course. Right? It's got that, it is the very definition of the duality of man. Having strength of mind, having that ability to keep pushing long past where others would give in, having that little positive voice in your mind, that's our greatest strength. But we have to remember that our biggest fan and our greatest uh, detractor are often not far from each other. Right? The passion <laughs> that someone has to be a, a huge fan, they can have similarly to be a huge detractor. A hater, the kids would say these days. But nonetheless, when it comes to our mind, it's no different. The will that we can generate from our mind to do great things is awesome. It's commendable, and it's a great thing for us to have. But we have to remember that it can also be our own greatest enemy. That sometimes our greatest enemy lives between our ears. There is no greater critic of you than yourself. Right? There is no greater uh, detractor of your, of your own successes than yourself. There's no one who will beat you up more about things that you've done than yourself. You'll be the one to be your own hardest critic. It's why you don't like to be reminded of the things that you've done poorly in the past, the bad decisions you make, made, the things that you regret, the people you wished you hadn't spent time with, all right? the stupid thing you said to a client that cost you that client, right? the all those things, everything that, that goes on, no one will be more critical of you than yourself. There isn't a one. Right? Like I said, that's why if someone brings that stuff up, you get mad. You get mad because you have to feel all those feelings of regret and disappointment all over again. Well, in that twilighty place that I mentioned, in that place where your own thoughts are beating you up, where you're getting locked in to thinking about just the bad stuff, it's easy real easy to get stuck there, really easy. It becomes the hole that's been dug down 
that you're buried in now? Well, how are you going to dig yourself out? And the answer, the answer is very simple. Get moving. Uh, I have a young man in my school, earned his black belt. He's 19 years old or so. He's one of my first students ever in my school. And um, his father was an electrician. And uh, his dad worked outdoors frequently. Uh, he was he was in the construction battalion in the in the navy, just like my grandfather had been. So he and I bonded over that many a times. But like I said, his father was an electrician, and when it came down to it, and it was like a really cold day out, and we were having a conversation one day. Uh, I was I was just you know talking with him about the weather, making small talk, and uh, I said, he goes, "Yeah, I'm working outside and all this." I said, "Man, that must be terrible," and he goes, "Ah, the heat is in the tools." which is an old quote that I love and uh, is very, very similar when it comes to one of my favorite Henry Ford quotes. Uh, Chop your own wood, it'll warm you twice. Uh, in other words, get moving, <laughs> you'll get warm. Right? Same idea when it comes to being stuck in this negative place mentally. What is it? It's stuck. Stuck is stuck, no matter how you think about it. And all you need to do is get moving again. You'd like your brain to change subjects. Right? But we, we have to remember, when our brain gets stuck on a particular channel that we don't like is, as much as it doesn't feel like it in that moment, we do hold the remote control. We, are in, we have the ability to change the channel. Sometimes it takes a little momentum though. Right? Don't beat yourself up if you get a little stuck. Beat yourself up if you stay stuck, <laughs> just a little bit. Right? That's when it's time to use action. And like I said, if it's negative thought, it's the middle of the night, it's that twilighty place I talked about, things like that little mental trick I talked about, like using that word and spelling out however many words you can that start with the letters, that's a great trick to get your mind occupied with something else. I've also heard of people doing things like multiplication tables in their head or trying to name out all, all like the states in the United States because it gives your brain a channel to go. It forces you to use the horsepower of your brain for something other than what you're doing. Just like going back to Slade, right? <laughs> just like if Slade is uh, you know, barking at the FedEx driver five houses down or whatever, um, if he's barking at him, I can call his name, I can call his name, and that'll be effective for a moment, but he'll hear the next noise the FedEx driver makes and he'll go right back to the door and start barking. But if I call him over and then I introduce a toy to him, I make his brain focus on something else, then it's really, really easy for him to stay away from that window. Right? I forced his brain to think about something else. Similarly, using that beach trick, I forced myself to not think about the things I didn't want to and instead get back to a relaxed and relaxing place. To that end, we can do the same thing when it comes to our, our body, right? Like when we're up and we're, we're about in a day, sitting on the couch, wallowing in your own thoughts is a horribly, horribly dangerous place to be, especially if they're negative thoughts. Don't get me wrong. If you just did amazing things and you're sitting there living, reliving all the amazing things you did, like if you're a little Lily thinking about winning that silver medal, heck yeah, enjoy those thoughts. But I'm talking about wallowing. I'm talking about being stuck in those negative places. If that's you, you got to change those places. And if you don't like the place that your mind is, change the place that you are. Get up and get moving.
right? One of the worst things that can happen to somebody when they get injured is if they're committed to their home, right? You see someone who gets stuck in their house and they're stuck in nothing but their house. They don't see any friends. They don't see any people. Man, that can be terrible. I mean, think about it. When someone's in prison, what's the absolute worst punishment we can give them? The worst punishment we can give another human being when they are in prison for life is we put them in solitary confinement. We take them and we put them completely alone. Why? Because we know that lack of interaction, that being forced to sit there and think about nothing but your thoughts is crippling. It's paralyzing. And when people are in the hole, so to speak, when they're there, they'll do anything to not just sit there and think. And people are doing thousands of push-ups, thousands of crunches, thousands of bodyweight squats, just so that they're not thinking about whatever might pop into their brain. Listen, you, you might be stuck at work and you can't go for a walk like you'd like. You can't go and do anything physical like you like. But I'm sure you get up and go to the bathroom or something like that. And, you know, take, take a big long lap when you're going to the bathroom. Take, take an extra lap around the, around the cubicle, you know, around the office, right? Take an extra lap around the desks and so forth. Go to the bathroom. Go, you know, get a drink off the water fountain. Get yourself up and get yourself moving. Find an empty space, right? Do something that'll force you to be moving. Because motion is your best friend when you are stuck. <laughs> Just like in every uh, sitcom when we were kids and every uh, you know, superhero show, you know, quicksand was always the horrible thing and you were stuck and you just wanted to get out. That's what those negative thoughts are. They're mental quicksand. They're mental quicksand beyond a shadow of a doubt. And the worst thing you can do is sit and wallow. I know me. If I get bad news, if I do things, if I find myself in that place, if I just sit, I'm not going to be a happy camper. I'm not going to be pleasant to go be around. I need to go and do. I need to put my focus into something. You know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's class. Sometimes I got to get on the mat and teach and I'll get so involved in the kids and the people that I won't be able to think about anything else. Sometimes I need, sometimes it needs to be something physical. I need to go hit the bag for a little while or I need to, you know, go out with the dogs, take them on a big long walk or do something physical in the house. I do some kind of workout in the house, something that's going to allow me to just get moving, get the energy somewhere. Right? Remember, when you find yourself stuck, the best thing you can do is move. That could mean take your mind to a destination. Right? That's why I like beach, because it's a destination. I can imagine one that me and Lauren, uh, me and Mrs. Sensei, I should say, have uh, a vacation to. I can imagine a beautiful beach that we've been on, and I can imagine thinking about you know being there with her, and it makes that exercise that much better, and it puts a more positive spin on it. Right? If I'm if it's an awake time of the day, I gotta get moving. I, I gotta sit and I gotta get on on my exercise bike or my rower. I gotta take the dogs out for a walk. I gotta start shadow boxing. I gotta do something. Sitting there, staring at a screen, or just sitting there thinking, it's a terrible place to be. We all have stressful thoughts. We all have worries. We all have negativity going in our life. We all receive bad news sometimes. Every one of us. Sometimes it feels like it just keeps coming and coming and coming and coming. 
But remember, the worst thing you can do is sit there and think about it. Don't, don't not feel it. Take the time to feel it beyond a shadow of a doubt. Feel it. Feel the feelings. All right? Embrace the feelings. Understand that the feelings are normal. Understand that they're going to keep coming back. But don't let yourself wallow and get yourself beaten back up by them. Instead, when your mind gets you stuck, do the most important thing. Get up and get moving. So that's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Smithtown. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. Make sure that you have Slade in your thoughts today. It's just a little minor procedure, but you know, nonetheless, little well wishes would go a long way. I'm sure he'll be happy to bark at them too. All right. As always, please make sure you guys subscribe so you get your new episodes every Wednesday. Please leave a rate and review. It would mean so much to me. And share the podcast to anybody that you think could listen to it right, and needs to listen to it. And until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the mat.